Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one bullet dodging minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Menez of the News. And returning for his last show of the week, Pat Driscoll. It's Welcome back. It's Friday, Friday, right? Come on, oh, guys. No. <laughs> Rebecca Black. Man, that was like six years ago. Yeah. You can do it. What was She's her follow-up single? Oh god, I don't remember. Saturday, wasn't it? No, 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 no. It wasn't a. De- it was like a dessert or something. Oh, it was, it was Chinese day. food, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Chinese food. Oh right, was that really it? Yeah, That's there's definitely one about Chinese food. <laughs> She's the. I, I think we're gonna look back and realize she was a genius. <laughs> She's. I hope she, she writes. She writes actual Ro- Robin Sparkles songs. <laughs> I, <laughs> Without any irony at all. There's no irony. She just writes actual, <laughs> let's go to the mall. Yeah. Songs that comedy writers wrote for a TV show. She just yeah. writes them. Straight faced. Right. You know what? We need more of that. I love earnest people. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, it's about how awesome Friday is. And it is true. awesome. Friday is yeah. awesome. It is. And speaking of Friday, uh, on this Friday, we're going back to Minute 60, which begins with Biff saying, I never thought it would be you, and ends with Biff looking for Marty in a stairwell. Uh, Kind of a rare moment of almost humanity shown in Biff in these moments. Really? I don't know. When he says I never thought it would be, I mean, it's definitely not like remorse or regret, but it's just like, it's something. It's like, I wonder what that means. I never thought it would be. I don't know. I just, I I took it as like, he just, he never gave Marty a second thought. Sure. To ever think that the kid could be, could possibly be Marty because he's that much of an idiot. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. He's just like you're you you mean so little to me it never even crossed my mind that you would be the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has such little respect for him. Yeah. That's how I took it. But hey, this is subjective and it could yeah. be either or. It's true. You know? <laughs> uh well, I, being yeah, being so- being someone who ships Barty, I I look for him. <laughs> 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 oh my God. then i i understand i understand your telling of the story your interpretation of the story makes a lot of sense then i'm gonna write an entire script that's just this trilogy from this perspective (laughs) um so uh okay so there's there's something i wanted to talk about that's actually in the last minute that we forgot to talk about which is the bit where Marty uh, <laughs> Marty looks at the Biff matchbooks. Oh, yeah. And right, then takes and he takes one. the matches. Yeah, he takes a matchbook, and then like Biff turns to, to bring the, the lockbox over, and then Marty stuffs in his pocket, but like acts like totally chill about mm-hmm. it. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take a matchbook. And I'm just like, they're all laid out, like, that's what they're there for is to take them. Yeah, completely. Well, well, that's a plot thing, right? I mean, that's a total shotgun over the mantelpiece, right? No, no, no. Yeah, totally. Because it's it's the it's the Polaroid of the 1985. Right? Oh, right. 
like the yeah, it's the thing that's going to change. Oh, you mean like why is he pretending to like right? Not- that's what I mean. Like in the scene, number one, why why does Marty want a matchbook? Like what purpose does it serve in the scene? He wants to smoke. And two, Scott. like why? Like why is he trying to hide it? He's trying well, to get sucked down those Marlboros. He's <laughs> would be weird because it's like, why did you take one of my matchbooks? I don't know. <laughs> No, no. Why well, did you here? And I'm allowed to take them, right? No, right? you took it for a reason, probably. Why? <laughs> no, <laughs> in the no. presentation, they seem like I'm supposed to have them. No, you had a plan. You have a plan. Uh, I don't. I, I really don't. I just, I, I'll put them back. You know, okay. what? I, I, back. I would feel safer if you put them back. I'll put them back. I'll put them back. Squank. He also oh, has lollipops, which we haven't talked about. He has lollipops? Yeah, look at it. There's like a little bowl of suckers, I think. I think are those lollipops? It's in the shot the full shot of Marty. Give me a give me a timestamp. Uh like fifty-four seconds left. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Those are lollipops. Yeah, I think are. so. Or like they're they like, some, like chocolate lollipops. Yeah, like you know like those weird kind of things where it's like they're cookies but they're on sticks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Again, we are not. Weird. We don't know what things are called. Nobody wants wow. those. You know, Biff's got a real classy joint in this office. Look at all that. Look at all that leopard. The leopard is just real beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. I do really like the uh, the 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 Stargate. This is the second Stargate reference. The the Stargate uh, Biff or the <laughs> Biff the Stargate like bar back. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah, see. that's pretty cool. I like that. I also really like the giant dandelion, purple dandelions that he's got. They look like the dandelions from uh, Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Dandelions. <laughs> I can solidly say I don't remember the dandelions from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze, but I'm so happy that they've been referenced here. Oh, they're, oh, they're huge. He like, he like, yeah. He like snaps it off. Um, yeah, he snaps it off and he looks at it and he just he looks at it amazing and goes, Dandelion. <laughs> yep. That's how I learned what a dandelion was. Ooh. I'm still not sure get, that I know. That's why I used I to get I used to get dandelions and daffodils confused when I was a kid. And the way that I I learned what a dandelion was was because of Ninja Turtles 2. Are you Alice in Wonderland? Why are you around daffodils and dandelions so much? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really. I just. Oh, just like when you would see them. Yeah, I would be like, oh, it's a dandelion. They're like, no, that's a no, daffodil. It's a daffodil. Yeah. I found out how daffodils were spelled. It made me angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. That looks like the wrong way to spell it. Well, what is it spelled? It's like there's like just three like two Fs just shoved stupidly in the middle of like some O's. Daffodils. <laughs> um. Anyway, there's kind of a. Uh, the rest of this the rest of this minute is really uh really Keystone copy in a way I'm into. Oh yeah, big time! I love it. The oh, way hey, that hey toss. Oh, I, what's I that? Love, yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. Oh no. I love that the what the hell what the hell is that still works on I know this that's band. the best. He like, points at a wall. <laughs> well, well to be fair, the wall is where the almanac is located. Okay. Would right. you would you consider that the second <laughs> the, the second the second McFly maneuver? Yeah. 
you know, the first one being jumping over things to where now he is now behind them instead of in front of them. So that they could run into something else. Yeah, right. but I think the second McFly maneuver is to make someone believe that there is something behind them. And then <laughs> the, to the, run. Yo, what is that? Yeah. Like, what is that? He sells it, though. Yeah, big time. He does sell it. I mean, granted, it's mostly out of fear. Sure. But. And I'm really digging, like, the Sam Raimi, like, sped up, like, crown thing. That's so, like, such old-fashioned filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah, I it's love the crown. Uh yeah, so the the ashtray ninja star. Oh wait 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 okay, Marty gets ups when he leaps over that couch. Okay, well, well we're not there yet. Oh, I'm sorry, I got my timing wrong. I thought that already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. the ashtray ninja star. Okay. Uh, is oh that is an ashtray. Okay. Yeah yeah because it's the thing that has the matchbooks in it. Here's the thing. If you were going to take the matchbook, why wouldn't you do it when you t- you're throwing? No, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's like, you know, it makes even less sense that he did yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you just – and that thing, it's like – it's like what? that is not safe. Like, no, it's a weaponized ashtray. Like, you're asking for it. Yeah, it's yeah. like almost – it's almost like a get smart joke. It would be like, you know, if he, <laughs> if, he, if he tries really hard to get one key off of it and then the whole shelf of keys, like, hits the ground. <laughs> Yeah, it it serves no real function. It embeds itself into the chair behind Biff, like he would be dead if first he had toss. Ducked. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And doesn't and that's the first toss. Yeah. You know, and this really kind of cement this scene really cements what I believe Marty McFly has always kind of been, and I'm I haven't really worded it this way yet, but it's like he really is kind of the ideal like comedy hero. You know, like he's he's sort yeah. of in the same class as like Ferris Bueller, or like uh, like Elizabeth Shue in Adventures in Babysitting. You know, where it's like we're like rooting for this person. This person is not the strongest or not the smartest, but right. he's just so yeah. scrappy. Like not the coolest person, but competent enough to where you sort of want to be them. Yeah, yeah. Like there is they're they're not like the cool kid, but they're so comfortable and cool that you like, oh, I want to be like that guy, you know? Yeah, that's like a great that's true because like Ferris never came off as like so cool, mm-hmm. but like people thought he was cool and I think that's the same thing here. It's like yeah. that's what sells it is that people think you're cool because you're just sort of like, eh, whatever. Because, like, the real secret, I believe, in hindsight, the real secret to being cool in high school is, like, everyone is terrified, but it's just the people that were kind of more adapted, not seeming terrified. Right. They they posed as if they didn't care. Yeah. And everyone just believed them because we were all so gullible back then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you kind of don't see, uh, you know, it's so interesting. Okay, so, uh, okay, so it's going to sound like I've been talking about this for a week. But I saw Independence 2 on the day that we're recording this. And uh, Jeff Goldblum is like in fine form in that movie. Like I, he, he definitely is not like slumming it. You know, he's, he's still in it and engaged. Um, and I was like, I really miss seeing people like David, uh, David Livingston and Jeff Goldblum in, in big movies, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because there was this kind of movement where all movie, all these kind of movies had like a white neurotic character actor in the lead, you know. And what's so interesting is like we have all these critics that are like, bah, superhero movies, bah, it's it's crushing the body, you know, it's ruining movies, it's ruining the, it's like blah blah blah. But when you when I think about like you know sympathetic or engaging movie heroes nowadays, 
it's Marvel characters. Like Star Lord is way more human than like the eight people Liam Neeson has been. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I I think the I think that generally like the critical issue with the Marvel movies is that yeah, all their heroes are really good and really well thought out, but like every other character is yeah. bland and really basic. Or like, it it's interesting that it's these superhumans that are acting more human than humans in movies right. now. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tony Stark is way more relatable than like any character in Independence Day 2, but Roland Emmerich was very critical of Marvel movies last week because he was like, my movies star real people. And, you know, it's, you know, Captain America is in a cape. But like those characters are really funny and weird and charming. And I kind of miss when you could be funny, weird and charming, but like Marty, like just like a regular kid. Also, yeah. if he if Roland Emmerich said that Captain America is in a cape, then he's obviously never seen any of the Marvel movies. Well, he was just very dismissive <laughs> of like, I don't like seeing people in like capes and my movies are about real people. It's like, dude, you directed a Stonewall, but but be like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I I I just I kind of miss. There's kind of like a Bugs Bunny aspect to Marty that that that's uh, pretty. I, I miss it in movies. Yeah, yeah. There's a cartoonishness to a lot of the whole thing that I sort of miss. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like the stare thing is so like the stairs oh, thing. That's like yeah, it's like a prank. It's really smart, and I almost wonder. I, I I wonder. Like I didn't do my my script research for this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll make up for it next week. But shame, uh, shame, shame. Yeah, I know. Um, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> uh, but I want to see like if that is if that was like a Zemeckis thing, like that he was like, oh, I was in a stairwell the other day and the two stairwells crossed. And so if you were running from someone, you could cross into the other stairwell and and go up when they're going down. It'd be a really good way to escape. The thing. And it's like it's really smart. It's done in all one shot, which is also incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I but I, I don't I just can't. It's so specific. I it makes me wonder if it would actually be in the script or not. Yeah, and it it I mean it, it yeah I mean it's so it's so clean and fluid that it does almost seem like something that was come up on the day, you know? Yeah, right. And it's just so quintessentially Marty. Like mm-hmm. that's that's how like a bratty like seventeen eighteen year old kid would solve this problem. Right. The only thing that could make it better is if after after he crosses back over, he like looks over sees that they're going and then just sort of like starts whistling as he walks away or does like the jerk off motion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So great performance by uh, the beastie boys in, as those uh, henchmen. Oh right. my God. Right. The beastie boys in sabotage. Oh my God. Can you imagine if just like, as he throws the thing, instead of like going fast, it actually slows down and just like the movie launches into sabotage. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> I want to see that fan vid. When did license? Well, that, that wasn't in license to ill, was it? It was in no, the, that was ill communication. So that would have been after. That was like 1992, I think. Okay, so it was mm. before. So maybe the next time so they were workshopping the-, the characters from Sabotage in yeah. Back to the Future. Too. It's kind of like how you hear about like you know Mike Myers will like try out characters like live for a few years and yeah, them exactly. having this great. Right. 
Yeah. Just workshopping it, getting it ready, getting it set for the big, big reveal. So the next I, time that there's a Back to the Future movie, Sabotage needs to be in it. Yes, absolutely. I, uh, I, I thought, um, uh, they're really weird. Like they, the, the Biff's gang is like, they, they, it's almost as if they've been like sewn together because yeah. they, they run it as a group and they each have their own like weird, like, Walk See, thing. Yeah, what the hell is Billy Zane doing? He is very aware that he's the furthest from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's magical just if you focus on Billy Zane in this minute, he's just on another planet. I it's incredible. I mean it's yeah. I mean we've talked about this before. They do each have a theme. You've got you've got like Club comedian, uh, who skinhead is like a club comedian in the eighties, and then you've got the guy who looks like part of Elvis's gang. Yeah, Doug Dimmadome. That's three D, and then and then you've got you've got uh, Billy Zane, uh, who who he's like a cowboy or something. Yeah, he's some sort of a, yeah. He's like no, no, he looks like um he looks like Doug Dimmadome from the Fairly Odd Parents or. Uh, that the Texan that, oil oil master, yeah, from The Simpsons, yeah, oil baron, yeah. He's a cowboy in hat only, right? Well, he's got he's also got the the tie the tie thing too. Yeah, the, the bolo, the tie. Yeah, 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 the bolo. Yeah, um, yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah so, they're 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 walking in unison as a group. And yeah, like, but even that feels animated. You know how it like totally like yes. yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, it looks like it looks like I, I don't know, like, like the, the Amoeba Boys and Powerpuff Girls, like how they kind of went together. Yeah, yeah, they 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 move as like a group together in a way that like it just reminds me of like an old video game or something. Like, yeah, like we're like you, you when you hit them, you hit all three of them at once. Like it's one yeah. blow. Yeah, they're right. of one mind. Right. I'm really yeah, feeling like. I'm really feeling like a proto Edgar Wright energy in this minute. Yes. Great. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Definitely. It's uh it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a really fun minute. But that being said, I'm glad we only have one more week of alternate nineteen eighty five. Oh, I can't wait to be yeah. back in nineteen fifty five. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the the bummer time of the movie. Oh man, you should have been here for two weeks ago. It was during all the domestic abuse. <laughs> the only thing, yeah, the only thing that got us through all the domestic abuse was uh, was was uh, talking about uh, Lorraine as Furiosa and uh, <laughs> That's the only it. way we could get through it. Oh man, it was a good week. It was a good week. Thanks for joining us, Pat. Hey, thanks, guys. This was fun. This was a great week. All right. Do you have a Do you have a uh, a moment in part three that you uh, want to come back for? Oh man, not off the top of my head, but I'm I'm very happy to come back for part three. I would love to. All right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, okay. Well, uh, that's 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 all we got this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with minutes sixty-one through sixty-five. In the meantime, you can go to our website, DuelingGenre.com. You can leave a comment uh, on this episode or other episodes. You can also email us, contact at BackToTheFutureMinute.com. 
Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, we're on iTunes. You can leave reviews there. Go check out our other podcasts. If you like Doctor Who, there's The Doctor's Companion, which we do with Cassandra Fredrickson. It's a lot of fun. Go check that out. We just did The Silurians, and it was hysterical. Um, <laughs> we were, like, cry laughing. It's, yeah, it was fun. It was pretty great. So, uh, so go check that out. Uh, and if you want to hear something that Nick and I have written – Go check out Geek by Night, our original audio drama about uh, nerdy friends who get superpowers. And uh, But that almost says as much about the show as like, you know, Gilmore Girls is about a mother and daughter who are like close in age. You know what I mean? Right. You really got to listen to it to get the experience. It's true. Uh, Gilmore Girls, one of our uh, one of our influence, ma- major influences on Geek by Night. So and in life and in life. In general, as a chat too, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com/support. You can go there. You can donate to the show, become a Patreon member, get all kinds of exclusive stuff, and help us get Back to the Future Minute No Roads edition off the ground, which will be our weekend edition of the show uh, that we will do every weekend. Uh, including during our hi- our hiatus, our, our upcoming hiatus between uh, parts two and three, which we will absolutely be taking. Which congratulations, so- guys! You've earned it. You've earned that hiatus. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so there's that. There's also a merch button on the site where you can buy T-shirts and stuff. Um, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer David Jeffries. Uh, couldn't do the show without him. And a quick follow Friday to the other podcasts in the Minute family. There is now a website called moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, movies by Minutes. That's movies plural and minutes plural. Uh, where it's actually just the collection of every movie minute podcast out there right now. Uh, and so I wanted to give a special shout out, like, of course, to Star Wars Minute, our patriarchs. But I also want to give a special shout out to two that I just recently found out about. Uh, actually, three that I just recently found out about. So there's Ghostbusters Minute, which is which is just starting up. Uh, they they should be, I think, I believe they're in their first week as of this, uh, like when this is released. They should be about five minutes into the movie at this point. But they have released their pilot episode, and it was really, really great. Uh, they're they're really great guys, and I believe that uh, Nick and I will be guesting on Ghostbusters Minute, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, so so definitely go subscribe and listen to them because you know I I I I feel very strongly that Back to the Future and Ghostbusters are sort of in the similar style of eighties movie. Um. That com that super comedic blockbuster that they just they don't make those anymore, um, and so uh, so Back to the Future minute and uh, and go and Ghostbusters minute, um, and then uh, and then also uh, two podcasts that I just found out about that have apparently been going on for a while that I didn't I I didn't know about, but uh, there's a Terminator minute podcast. It's called Two Minute Terminator. Uh, they do they do it two minutes at a time. And uh, they're actually from overseas. They're in England uh, doing it. And uh, that show's pretty fun. So go go check out Two Minute Terminator. Uh, and then also As If, the Clueless Minute podcast. Wow. Which is 
phenomenal. It's so good. I was burning through like 15. I burned through like 15 episodes of it at work today. It was really great. Nice. Um, yeah, it's really, really fun. So go check that out. Uh, and uh, we will be back next week. Thanks again for joining us, uh, Pat. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was awesome. All right. We'll be back. Bye.